Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. I want to go back to the seventh Psalm where we were in the previous episode. We didn't get all the way through it. And the one portion I wanted to see about this Psalm was the fact of how God will uh, deliver us. Okay, the Lord will uh, take care of us. But I want us to see sort of what the whole impact of this is, okay? Particularly toward the end of it, because it probably takes a little bit of a uh, turning around from what we might think. So let's start with Psalm uh, chapter 7, verse 1. I'm going to read the first 11 verses, which we read already. Then we'll press on. And it says this. It has a title, which often the Psalms do. It's called a Shigion of David, which he sang to the Lord concerning Cush, a Benjamite. And a Shigion, a lot of these titles, we're not exa- exactly sure what they mean, but we do have rough ideas what they mean. And uh, this is actually described as a wildly passionate song, okay? It actually has uh, multiple rhythms within the way that it's written. So this is something that would have been sung unto the Lord and would have been sung with energy and with passion. Verse 1 says this, O Lord, my God, in you I have taken refuge. Save me from all those who pursue me and deliver me. And so we see from the very first verse that this is what he's calling upon the Lord to do, which is to deliver him, to save him. And he declares, Lord, you're my God. (laughs) You're my God, God. Okay. And I've taken refuge in you. And in that refuge, I'm saying, God, deliver me. Verse two. Or now he's going to describe what the enemy is going to do. Or he will tear my soul like a lion, dragging me away while there is none to deliver. Oh, Lord, my God, if I've done this. If there's injustice in my hands, if I have rewarded evil to my friend or have plundered him who without cause was my adversary, let the enemy pursue my soul and overtake it and let him trample my life down to the ground and lay my glory in the dust. Then it has that word selah. And again, selah means uh, meditate upon this, think upon this, uh, or it's like an instrumental break, particularly with a, a song like this right here, which is being sung wildly passionately as this described to the Lord. So you have a little guitar solo right here. That's what it literally boils down to. And David just said this, Lord, if, if I've done something to deserve what has happened to me, then let the enemy pursue my soul. Let it overtake me. You know, let it happen to me if I deserve this. But obviously he thinks he doesn't deserve this. Verse 6, arise, O Lord, in your anger. Lift up yourself against the rage of my adversaries and arouse yourself for me. You have appointed judgment. I'm always amazed at the, the boldness of the psalmist, particularly with David when he does things like this. You know, it's literally instructing and commanding and calling upon the Lord. Lord, arise, do so in your anger, Okay. Uh, lift yourself up, Lord. Lift yourself up against the rage of my adversaries. Arouse yourself, God. Don't lay around doing anything, nothing. You know, do something, Lord. Verse 7 Let the assembly of the peoples encompass you, and over them return on high. The Lord judges the peoples. Vindicate me, O Lord, according to my righteousness and my integrity that is in me. Oh, let the evil of the wicked come to an end. But establish the righteous, for the righteous God tries the hearts 
and mind. Verse 10, my shield is with God who saves the upright in heart. Verse 11, God is a righteous judge and a God who has indignation every day. So he's saying this, Lord, you are my shield. You are the one that saves the upright. I'm resting in you. I'm trusting in you. I want you to deliver me. I know that you are the righteous judge, and you will judge the righteous and the unrighteous. And I know that you have indignation toward evil, so I'm resting in you. But, God, I really want you to move, and I want you to do something. Now, watch this. Verse 12 through the balance of the psalm, verse 17. Verse 12 says this. If a man does not repent, he will sharpen his sword... He has bent his bow and made it ready. Now, this is interesting. And when you see the balance of it, you'll see what's going on here. He's saying if somebody doesn't repent, then he's going to shoot himself in his foot. If he doesn't repent, he's doing some things. He's sharpening his sword. He's bent his bow. In other words, he's ready to fire that, at, that arrow. He's made it ready. Verse 13, he has prepared for himself deadly weapons. He makes his arrows fiery shafts. So what's the context? If he does not repent, if a man doesn't repent, then this is what he's done. He's sharpening his sword. He's bending his bow. He's loading up these fiery, deadly arrows, his shafts. Verse 14, behold, he travails with wickedness and he conceives mischief and brings forth falsehood. This is what happens to a man who does not repent. He literally conceives mischief. He literally brings forth falsehood. You know, and I dare say that all of us have encountered folks like this, sometimes subtly, uh, sometimes boldly, who literally just conceive mischief, who literally bring forth falsehood, who literally just make things up. What is the motivation? They have not repented. This happens a lot, folks, within the religious organizations of the supposed body of Christ. Just watch what happens. You'll see people uh, travailing in wickedness. You'll see them conceiving mischief. You'll see them bringing forth falsehood as if it's true. And the reason is they have not repented. Why does a liar lie? Because he has not repented. Now, those who are believers, there's times we must repent when we've done things we shouldn't have done. No doubt. This right here is speaking of someone whose heart has not been transformed. But the psalmist is not done. In verse 15, he says, This man has dug a pit and hollowed it out and has fallen into the hole in which he made. Wow. This is the type of man that's pursuing David. This is the type of man <coughs> that uh, David wants the Lord to deal with because he's saying, This guy's after me. God, I want you to deliver me from him. And you judge him. And he knows that he will be judged. David knows what's going on here. <clears throat> okay? He knows. He says he dug, he's dug a pit. He's hollowed it out. And he's fallen into this hole. Now watch these last two verses. Verse 16. This man, his mischief will return upon his head. And his violence will descend upon his own <clears throat> pate. Pate? P-A-T-E? What's a pate? That's upon his... Uh, scalp upon his head upon his crown he says that what he's planning on doing what this guy's trying to do in his unrepentant nature in his preparation of uh, mischief and wickedness and falsehood it's all going to come down on his head and he says lord i know this 
I know that this mischief will return upon his head. I know that his violence will return upon his head. So the last verse, he says, David says, I will give thanks to the Lord according to his righteousness and will sing praise to the name of the Lord most high. How did he start the psalm off? He started off, oh, Lord, I've taken refuge in, in you. Save me okay, from the one who's pursuing me. Deliver me. And then he describes what's happening, what's going on, and he describes what this kind of man is like. And, folks, they are everywhere. They're in the world. Yes, and everybody will readily say that. They are in the professing body of Christ. They are unsaved, and they're creepers, what you see over in the book of Jude, what you see in Second Peter chapter 2. They creep into the body. Quite often, they're in leadership positions. Okay, They creep in the body, and they do this type of stuff. But know this, that their mischief will come down upon their own heads. So what should we do? We trust in the Lord. We rest in the Lord. And then how he closed this psalm out, we give thanks to the Lord according to his righteousness. We sing praise to the Most High God. Again, I'm Dale. I would encourage you to do likewise. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.